Welcome to the Reclaiming You podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Schrader. On this podcast, I'm sharing my experiences of healing childhood trauma and the work that I do with my clients as a somatic trauma coach. We're also talking all about sex, love, relationships, career, and money as it pertains to healing and growth. The views on this podcast are my own, and keep in mind, I'm a cis white woman, so I have my own experiences of privilege. I may not always be able to relate to your journey, but I try my best to understand. If I do any harm, please reach out. I'm always willing to repair it. This podcast is mainly for women and AFAB people, but it's honestly for anybody on a journey of healing and growth. So enjoy. Welcome back to the Reclaiming Me podcast. I'm your host, as always, Valerie Schrader, and today I want to get into an issue that I see a bunch of my new clients dealing with, and it's something that all of my clients deal with, and I see it happen for a lot of us. That is the issue of feeling a lot of guilt and a lot of shame when we try to stick up for ourselves in any type of relationship. So that can be with friends, work, partners, whatever. Um, I, I've had a couple new clients come to me recently with this issue where they feel a lot of guilt over, you know, either cutting off a relationship, setting a boundary, or speaking up and and dealing with a conflict with a friend, with a partner, work situation, or whatever. And the issue has most likely been going on for a while, or if it's like a relationship issue, typically these are very narcissistic or, you know, emotionally unavailable slash just toxic fucking partners that they've been with. And even, or even family, you know, they have relationships still with family members or parents that are toxic are, you know, emotionally unavailable, narcissistic, right? Overly controlling, having different beliefs that are really fucking harmful, right? Whatever the reason is, because my clients have many, there is this desire to finally address the issue or, again, end a relationship, create some boundaries, cut contact, whatever. And then the idea of doing it creates so much internal guilt for what will happen for the other person that it becomes really hard for them to actually have the discussion. Or even after they do, then there's this immediate flood of guilt for what is going to happen to that person. And I want to address this because there's two, there's two things that are really important to understand here. One, if it is a narcissistic person that you are setting a boundary with, cutting off contact with, or whatever, it is not uncommon for them to play the guilt trip game, right? Um, Even, like, as a child, we've experienced the guilt trip if you've grown up with a parent that has similar, um, you know, qualities or just is like that. There's this sense of wrong that you have done to them and that's a very common characteristic of somebody that is either narcissistic or exhibits narcissistic traits they utilize guilt 
as a way to manipulate you. So, you know, they'll, they'll turn themselves into the victim, right? So maybe you are ending a relationship and you lived with this partner, which means they're going to have to move out. And you have to <laughs> learn to like look at the guilt that they're putting on you as not being your fault. Because even though, yes, you're the one that's being like, you have to move out or, or I'm cutting off contact with you or whatever is happening where I am ending this friendship, I'm ending this relationship or I am no longer going to work with you or for you, whatever is happening. You have to learn to see like the consequence of their behavior is not your fault. And I'm not talking about like not taking responsibility for things in this very individualistic way. Fuck individualism, okay? Like our country, especially if you're living in the US or Western society, is obsessed with individualism. And that's not what I'm talking about. That's harmful because that is, I, I don't have to worry about anything but myself and nothing going on in my community and my society is my problem to worry about. And it's all about me, 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 me. We're not talking about that. What I am talking about, though, is the understanding that even if you create a harsh consequence for a person in your life based on the way that they have treated you, that is still a consequence of their actions, not yours, and you cannot hold responsibility for everybody's actions, choices, feelings, and you have to understand where you are concerning yourself so much and allowing so much guilt to fill you in regards to what other people are doing, right, when they're doing shitty fucking things, that it is at the harm of your well-being, right? And that can be your mental well-being, physical well-being, emotional well-being, financial well-being, spiritual well-being, sexual well-being, whatever. If it is at the harm of your well-being, then you have to also be willing to say, I deserve better and I refuse to continue settling for and putting up with behaviors that don't feel good to me, that actually cause harm to my, you know, well-being, to my life, to myself. You have to be willing to do that. And that's where you have to understand, like, there's a distinction there and there's some nuance there of, like, yeah, like, we don't, we don't want to do shitty things to people, but, and we don't want to act vindictively, But that, you know, this is not about acting vindictively. This is about saying this is wrong. This is not okay. And I am not okay with continuing to suffer because of it. Like you're causing suffering that I am no longer willing to to put up with. So that's one part of this. The second part is... Understanding the reason we have these strong feelings of guilt, of shame, of fear around the conflict or anxiety and, and, you know, cutting people off, setting boundaries, whatever, is usually due to a unconscious part of ourselves. And 
here's what I mean by that. So when I was growing up, anytime I upset my mom um, or tried to address the ways that she hurt me, um, she would become angry and then she would kick me out. This started by the time I was age six and it just happened repeatedly. So I experienced that throughout my childhood until I got into high school and then I just chose to stay with my dad all the time because I couldn't take it anymore. Um, as an adult, though, I had a really hard time handling conflict. In fact, I would avoid it. I would never address issues within a relationship or if I did, like, there, it would get to the point where I would blow up. Like, if you've ever noticed you do that, like, you hold it in and hold it in and hold it in until you fucking blow up. And then afterward, there's this immense sense of guilt because, like, you see that they're upset. Or, like, you go through this whole thought process where you're like, well, maybe I that was harsher than I should have been. Maybe I shouldn't have done things that way. Maybe I should have, you know, not not said something or maybe I should have you know, whatever it is, right? But you go through this whole process of like overanalyzing what you said and what you did to the point that you are now questioning yourself and feeling immense guilt over what you did and trying to look at like what they did as being not that bad, right? How many times have you done that, right? You you blow up or you address things, because you finally can't take it anymore. And then they act all hurt and upset about it. And maybe to some degree they are hurt. But like they're upset about it. You start to question yourself if it was that bad. Then you start to uh, like question like wait well maybe I was in the wrong. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. Whatever. These are classic behaviors. And I see all of my clients do it. Because again there is this childlike part of us that is taking the reins in the background of our mind and going no 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 you can't do that because something bad's gonna happen to you or you're being a bad person because you learned from a young age to be gaslit or you know you you learned that it wasn't acceptable or that there was major con Uh, consequences for you trying to stand up for yourself right if you had a parent like that always yelled at you and he tried you tried to tell them like hey that was me and I don't like that or you know that I that's not okay you hurt my feelings or whatever right if they even if they just brushed it off and I'm saying just brushed it off like not because I think it's not a big deal but some of us like We downplay things and be like, well, it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, they told me I was overreacting and being too emotional, but they didn't hit me or they, you know, there was no big punishment. They didn't yell at me or whatever. That still taught you (laughs) that your emotions and your feelings about issues were not okay. So now as an adult, of course, you're struggling with, you know, feeling bad anytime you address something. And there's a bad reaction to it because you learned to do it when you were a kid. You learned to feel bad when you were a kid and you just keep feeling bad. 
And this is where you have to understand, like, again, there is a, there is almost like a child in the background of your mind. Like if we were playing, um, in and out or inside out from Disney, right. Where you have this whole like control panel in your brain going on and there's this part of you that's just sitting in there running the show and be like, no, 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 we should feel bad about that. We need to have all the anxiety about this because, that upset them, that made them feel bad. And then we try to, you know, again, we overthink it. We think like, maybe it was wrong. Maybe it wasn't that big of an issue. But there's also this fear of consequence afterward. And sometimes it's really irrational. Like when, when I really started delving into why it was so scary for me to handle conflict, the memory of being kicked out kept coming up for me like all the times it happened and not really understanding why but just knowing it happened well it's because this part of your brain that's nervous about it one it remembers being rejected but it also sees things as very frightening because it it doesn't know how to deal with things from an adult perspective So like you've got this inner child in there that is like afraid you're going to be kicked out. You're going to lose stability or protection if you do this or because you did this. So then the panic sets in, right? Like again, my brain would immediately go back to the feelings associated with being kicked out. I lost housing. And even though like my, I was able to go to my dad's house, it was still the fact that like there was no consistent housing at that point. And keep in mind, even prior to that or in between all of that, there were actual times where we were housing insecure. We were moving around a lot. We lived in a trailer, in a warehouse at one point, all kind of stuff like that. So like that was a really big thing for me. So Even though it wasn't really conscious, my subconscious mind is going like, shit, if I fucking say something, if I stand up for myself when something bad happens or when somebody hurts me, that means I I can lose the stability of a home. And even though that's not rational and that's not what's happened, that's the sensation and feeling in the back of my mind, right? That's the subconscious there. So maybe it's not that for you. But there's some kind of instability because this is all attached, again, to a childlike part of us. And keep in mind, children don't know how to protect themselves, really. Like, they find ways to survive, yes. But children don't know how to protect themselves. And especially when, like, the person that makes us feel unstable or, you know, invalidated or unsafe in some way, and again... Unsafe doesn't necessarily mean physical safety. It means also emotional safety. If that's not there because the caretaker that is supposed to be keeping us safe is not doing that, it feels very scary. And we go into survival mode. And survival mode is like, just make things better. Do whatever you have to fucking do to make it better. Because if you don't, something bad is going to happen. And this is what happens. And this is why we go into the thinking that we go into after the fact or during, which either one stops us from doing what we want or, you know, by handling the conflict, by dealing with things, or it just 
makes us try to retract what we do, try to, you know, ignore it or like we go into full-blown panic attack, you know, mode or like have a panic. And I don't mean like having a panic attack. Some of us do if we actually deal with those. Or like we go into this panicked thinking because again, we are terrified of the consequences and we try to push ourselves to to do something, you know, to make up for it, to try to fix it or to go back on the boundaries that we set or, you know, whatever it is that we did. We try to do that because, again, there's this big fear that what we have done is going to have a big repercussion for us. And the truth of the matter is Yes, there may be a repercussion, but you are not a child anymore. And I know you know that, but like your subconscious mind doesn't know that. And that's what we have to show our subconscious mind. Like, hey, I am not a kid anymore. I can handle this, right? For me, that was like helping my inner child understand like, I will not lose my home by setting a boundary or um, addressing an issue I have with a person or cutting off contact with them. I'm not going to lose my home for that, right? I'm not going to lose stability for that. And I know that that's scary and I know that that I'm afraid of that and I can protect myself. I can hold myself through that. We have to teach these parts of us to do that and to understand, like, we're not six anymore. We're not 12 anymore, 10, 8, whatever. However old you were when, like, the the fear really built up in standing up for yourself of handling conflict. We have to figure out what what that age was and then show that part of us Hey, um, actually, I am nowhere close to that age anymore. Here's my life now. And yes, this may cause some difficulty, right? Like maybe it is a relationship that needs to end and that you were living with this person. So yeah, maybe you do have to find new housing situations or change things up with your housing, right? And yes, of course, that's a whole lot of work. Maybe there's a divorce or whatever happening. Maybe there's um, some things that you gained. Like if you still have a relationship with a parent and you realize like, fuck, I've tried all this time and I recognize like I cannot have a relationship with this parent anymore because they keep doing the thing that I keep trying to tell them I am not okay with them doing. Maybe that's what's got to go on. And you're also like, shit, they still help me with things. Um So yeah, there's going to be some difficulty there. And I also, I just want to say this because I've had clients that have dealt with this and I've also had people reach out when I've posted things about this being like, you know, I am on disability. Like I, I have to rely on my parent. I'm like, I understand that. And we, we have to figure out a way to like help you deal with like the immediate threat and the immediate things and and try to figure out like how to deal with that before you can ever figure out like how to get out of the situation and sometimes that is just the reality right it's not easy to get out of situations even when you understand like this is not good for me this is not healthy for me I am not okay but for those of us that are recognizing like okay yeah it's gonna be difficult but I can get 
out of the situation, it's just going to be really fucking hard. Um, it's okay then to look at that and be like, okay, what, what does this part of me need to know? What does this part of me need to hear or need to feel so that I understand I'm not going to die. I'm not going to lose my housing. I'm not going to be completely destitute or whatever else is going on in your mind when you are terrified of doing what you need to do for yourself. Like, what does that look like? It's, it's not, you know, it's not like a quick and easy process, but once you understand why, why it feels so terrifying, why there's so much guilt, so much shame that's popping up, and then what, what that's attached to from your past, because yeah, it can still be scary, but like, it doesn't need to be life-threatening or feeling like it's life-threatening all the time when you handle conflict. I still get uncomfortable handling conflict. I still get a little bit of anxiety, but it's not to the point that I can't deal with it. It's not to the point that I can't say, hey, I'm not available for this anymore, or you hurt me, or um, this... I've I've given opportunities to work through this and I'm not okay with this. Like you're you're not listening to me and we we can't chill anymore. Like we can't be friends, we can't work together, we can't whatever. Um it gets easier to manage things and you can and the point is is it's not that we're trying to completely erase any of the feelings because they've been there their whole life and to some degree there may still be a fear of sticking up for yourself there may still be some anxiety around it for the rest of your life but want to get it to the point where it's not completely like destroying you to do that so that you can actually deal with yourself and in your life and and deal with the things that you want to that you know you need to address so that you are not being walked all over or mistreated in any way. That's the point. Um, If you are somebody that is wanting to learn how to deal with things like this, how to deal with the emotions, how to connect to the parts of you that are holding on to this and also help them understand like, hey, you're safe now. You're okay. And here's how I can protect you. Here's how I can help you out so that you can handle conflict. And ultimately, like what what the goal out of this is, is to have a better life, to have a better life, to have relationships that make you happier, to have a self-image, a body image relationship to yourself that's better, help address issues that keep repeating and problems that keep coming up. So that you're not constantly feeling like nothing is getting better or like it gets better for a little bit, but then it never, you know, sticks. I I want you to have a way to deal with that. So if you are listening and that is you, I am getting ready to launch an amazing new group program called Reclaiming You. 
Yes, it is. It is essentially named after the podcast. You can find the link for it in my bio. Actually, it's Reclaiming Me. It is literally named after the podcast, but it's a group program. Um, it's much like my self-paced one, but it, it is a four-month group program where we are going to go into how to understand your emotions better, how to pinpoint what's going on and what the effects are on your mind and your body and how to address these things, how to meet with the parts more effectively so that you can have a better life. (laughs) You can address these issues and do so in a way that feels just a little bit, you know, easier on your nervous system. I'm not going to say easy, like it's super easy to just learn to be with yourself and to reprogram your mind and body from all of the beliefs and patterns and issues that you've been dealing with your entire fucking life. It's not easy, but easier on your nervous system, easier on your body. So you can actually do the things. And because this is group based, like you're going to get tons of validation, safe space, tons of support. Um, We have coaching calls like every other week. So you can slowly integrate the material as we go. It's amazing. I'm I'm super proud of this program. Like I said, you can check it out in the show notes and you can actually start signing up for it now. Early bird. It is actually discounted right now. Um, the price is going to go up <laughs> quite a bit. So you have payment plans, all of the things, but I highly encourage you to check it out.